0: Oh, me.
1: Me. Gobble gobble, you spooky bitches. We're back for Thanksgiving. <laughs> well, it's it's past Thanksgiving. Well, we're, we're recording this Thanksgiving's tomorrow. But by the time you hear this, it will have already happened and you have already turned those meals into poops. Yep. Mm. That, I almost poop. that.
2: that happens immediately for me. Like food comes in, poop comes out. So I mean, those poops
0: have come and gone a long time ago. Yeah, man. it's pretty quick for me too. Like I'm pretty
1: regular. <laughs> now see when when it comes to Thanksgiving, regular. I do the nap, then the poop. I gotta percolate it. But I, I get nap all and and drowsy.
2: Nap and then
1: crap. And then <laughs> nap nap. And crap. Uh, yeah, a nap a nap and crap. <laughs> the old Thanksgiving napping crap. You know, you get you get you get the stuffing, you give the stuffing, you know what I'm saying?
0: The old one, too. Give it the old one, too. <laughs> give, it
1: the, <laughs> give it the old, <laughs> it the old, old college try. You know what I'm saying? The
0: old napping crap.
1: <laughs> yeah, so, uh, we're we're all gearing up for Thanksgiving. Uh, our our movie today is a Thanksgiving uh, Halloween movie or Halloween horror Thanksgiving movie. Halloween
2: movie. Thanksgiving Halloween movie. Thanksgiving Halloween, Halloween, Halloween movie. Valentine's Day leprechaun.
1: <laughs> what do you do if you get a. What you do do is you get a pumpkin and then you carve it into the shape of a turkey. And
0: then you fuck it. I was going to do that, but my squirrels ate that pumpkin that was on my front porch.
1: They've currently
0: they've currently hollowed out a hole, and now they're just like emptying it out from the inside out.
2: Bunch of whores, whores. horse horse
1: squirrels. it definitely looked rough last time I was over, like the face was all like collapsed into like like half the the cheek and eyeball oh missing. yeah, that
0: was the carved one. No, this is one that was uncarved on my front porch, like a fucking whole pumpkin now it's like hollowed out, and there's holes in it they did that specifically to make you look? <laughs> You
2: should, go, you should get a gun and shoot all the damn squirrels. Get your revenge against the squirrel population.
1: They, just look, they were like, you know, like, fuck this bitch's pumpkin. Let's fuck this shit up. That's yeah. exactly
0: what happened.
1: They they, did. they made you look bush league, Kelly, and you just allowed
0: bush it. Bush league.
1: That shit's nice. bush.
0: This bitch ain't no go hard. <laughs>
1: you ain't like, no, you're a go soft.
0: I'm not, I'm not a go not You need to go hard. <laughs> anyway. We're not getting those
1: tattoos now. <laughs> That's happening. Marks. Uh, we were uh, we were at a random bar. We were at a hip hop festival in Columbus, um, and we uh, stopped at this really weird uh, local bar. Always, um, where they were listening to country music and described it as picking and a grinning. And um, this guy like randomly looks over at Kelly and I, and she's he's just like, "You guys are gohards, aren't you? I know the type." <laughs> <laughs> that's been the running joke that we're go hards, but Kelly's like mellowed out now, so she's a go soft.
0: Yeah, you know, you she gotta. You gotta a real point. Fast. I broke my finger. <laughs> yeah, you Why
1: gotta mellow. So hard? <laughs> go hard. How, how did you just gloss that over? How, how did you break your fucking finger?
0: I mean, that has something to do with not going as hard anymore.
1: <laughs> when it... did you break your finger?
0: Oh, about a year ago. <laughs> What? <laughs> Here go. Yeah, I just did it. Here we go.
1: I talk to you almost revenge. every day. How have I not known about this?
0: I'm sure I've told you. <laughs> then why am I so shocked? Anyway, I don't. I don't make a big deal about it.
2: <laughs>
1: you sure you just held up
0: the most finger. crooked
2: ass fucked revenge up finger. Finger. Revenge. Revenge. Revenge of the broken finger.
1: What that the fuck is wrong, going bro. on? <laughs>
2: This is like the most unhinged I've ever heard the podcast
1: start off as. I oh, love yeah. it. Don't get me wrong. Well, what the fuck?
0: That's true. We Whatever, should get back man. on track.
1: That's why we. Were, have a- were we ever on track to begin with? <laughs> no, what? this has been a, this has been a train wreck for every episode, and that's why it's charming. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not here to impress you, peepod. All right. This that's is fair. Me. This is fair how i roll (laughs) go hard go hard (laughs) Uh, so yeah by the time you hear this thanksgiving will have been done uh rpw's death right will have been in the books uh that's coming up in like a couple days for me um yeah yeah so uh we're gonna talk
2: the rest of us are gonna be stuck back here like a week ago right
1: yeah, that's true
2: <laughs> for you.
1: <laughs> I'm sure Kelly will be at the show.
2: time, yeah. I'll be there. I'll I'm be there. stuck in this waxwork.
1: Send <laughs> so me that you're hanging out with. Oh, no, I'm thinking wax uh, wax music. No, House of, Wa- House of Wax is what I was thinking. Wax works a much uh, better film.
2: I love wax work.
1: Yeah, Me too. So, what's new, guys? What have you been watching? Why don't you go oh. first? Rip? Yeah, what? Who? You rip!
0: Oh yeah. me! Ah oh, yes.
2: T ripper. The T stands for that, but you already knew that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I do now.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, well, the first movie that I'd like to talk about that I recently watched was a little um, nut job of a movie called Cameron's Closet. Uh, I thought it was going to be some like sort of queer exploitation, almost like you know, uh, gay guilt thing with a name like Cameron's Closet. Uh, yeah. Came out in nineteen eighty eight. And it was just sort of, like, all over the place. Um, there's psychokinetic powers, there's possession, there's a demon, there is some weird dreamscape. There was so much going on. I would have called it a convoluted story, but it's hard to even go that far because it, it's. it was so enjoyable to watch, though, at the same time. It was like, a train wreck that was fun and, like, different.
0: Cameron's Closet, you said? Yeah, it's on Tubi.
2: That's a lot to fit in a
1: clock. I watched
2: at least was Tubi, um, but yeah, I was just looking for something sort of like out of the ordinary, mm-hmm. and um, you know, it, it jumped out at me because it's you know an hour and twenty eight minutes. So I mean, y- you can't go wrong. Ninety minutes or less, I'm in.
1: <laughs> I'm in. Yeah, I'll if it's yeah. like a ninety or less, I'll give a, a movie's a shot, even if I'm not like hundred yeah. percent into it, because it's like it'll be done soon.
0: Right yeah for sure i've never i've never been one of those people like is it worth watching if you if you're interested in it they're all worth watching whether it's good or bad man you know but i mean if it's
2: long if it's long and it's good it it, you can sit through it if it's short and it's bad it's even like that's even worse you know if it's like if it was like a 68 minute movie and you're checking your watch like oh my god is this thing over yet but that wasn't the case with cameron's closet you know and uh, I, I just loved how weird it was. You know, it ha- definitely was very 80s because they tried to like just smash as much as they could in there. You know, they're, this kid is telekinetic. I know I'm, I'm repeating myself, whatever. I don't give mm-hmm. a fuck. Um, <laughs> but uh, a demon can live inside of him. Like he can only bring the demon to life because he's, Uh, psychokinetic and his father kind of like pushed him towards that with this other scientist. And now they've released this demon, but they can't put him back. And it, yeah, it's hard to uh, describe, but I, you know, I definitely enjoyed the ride. It was a good time indeed.
1: And what does that have to do with the closet?
2: Oh, because uh, when they first discovered the demon, it, it, it lives, it can only live in one place. Mm. And it lives
1: in Cameron's in closet.
2: closet. Little Cameron keeps the demon in his closet. He doesn't like the demon, don't get me wrong, but it lives in his closet, you know? So, like, yeah, it, anybody who goes looking for something, if they're mean to him or they go into his closet, if they try to stop the demon, if they try to stop Cameron, they get dealt with real quick <laughs> by the demon living in
1: Cameron's, Cameron's <laughs> You guys are slow and unison about that. That was fucking great.
2: In stereo with Kelly and Germ. <laughs> How, uh,
1: what, what, what star rating do you give it?
2: You know, I'm giving it a hard three. You know, okay. It was fun. It was entertaining. It held my attention at the same time. It's just not that much better than a three. It's a hard three.
0: All right.
1: All right. Kelly, what you got?
0: Oh, uh, the first movie that I watched this week uh, is from 1977.
1: This is Audrey Rose. Oh shit!
2: I love Audrey Rose.
0: Yeah, it was all right. It was all right. A lot of the reviews that I read were like kept comparing it to like The Omen and uh, what was it? The Exorcist, which I seen more Omen vibes than Exorcist. Like they were saying, this is to um, this is to reincarnation as you know, The Exorcist is to demonic possession. You know, which I didn't see it to, yeah, I guess so. Um, This one basically, it's a couple, they're with a small child. Oh, she's about 11. Uh, They live in New York City and there's like this creepy old guy just kind of like stalking them and shit. And, um, you know, it's it's Anthony Hopkins plays the old guy. And, you know, he's real fucking weird about it. Like, they start getting all creeped out and shit. He's, like, in their house, and he believes that the, the kid is a reincarnation of his daughter, Audrey Rose, who died in some fiery car accident, uh, like, the same day that this kid was born. And, like, the whole thing kind of goes into this guy trying to coax the family of this, and um he does some weird shit. It goes into, like, a, a whole court case at another thing, which I thought was weird. Like the <laughs> this court case would never fly <laughs> in like a real court. <laughs> you, you'll you'll see why after you watch the movie. I'm not gonna go into detail on that, but <laughs> yeah, Anthony Hopkins is weird. The trial's weird, but the ending was fucking sweet. Actually, I really enjoyed the ending, and it kind of brings What's the whole a, movie together.
1: It's a court horror movie. It's a
0: court horror reincarnation movie. Yes. <laughs>
1: Once
0: again, it's got a lot going on. It does got a lot going on, but I mean, it's all right. I'd give it a three, you know? You're goddamn
1: right. I've ordered the possession.
0: I mean, if I were to compare it to The Omen or The Exorcist, it's like nowhere near. I love The Omen, you know, but I mean, this was all right. I think the girl that played Ivy, uh, the little girl, the, you know, the main girl of the movie, I think she was insanely annoying. Cause she'd like have these dreams and shit, and she'd just start screaming and be like a tornado in the house and knocking shit over. She was just really annoying. I don't know what it was about that actress, just in general, it just annoyed me. But other than that, it's not a bad movie. It's worth a watch. I'm surprised.
2: Sir Anthony Hopkins. I mean, yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah, and he's younger in it. You know, this is definitely pre uh, Silence of the Lambs. You know, be around the time uh, Magic came out. I think it might be. This is 1977.
1: I don't... Kelly's never seen Magic. Oh, okay.
0: I know what you're talking about, though. I worked at a video store for a while, so and, like, I could can... There's so many movies that I haven't seen that I can just, like, envision the covers to, you know? Absolutely.
1: For some reason, the the, um, trailer for Magic really fucked me up when I was a kid. And I don't know why. It was just, like, the mannequin head. And... Like it, it delivers a couple lines and then it like it starts like looking off to the left of the screen. And it's for some reason, it was really fucking unsettling. Yeah. So like, we'll I was kind of drawn out. into seeing it early, and uh, that definitely isn't a good one to watch young.
0: <laughs> I, watch I don't want to watch that. I'm about to write that one down.
1: I watched that and Pin back to back, and boy, was that a fucking night. <laughs>
0: yeah. I
2: don't think I'd ever go into a department store ever again.
1: No shit. <laughs> and they're
2: close enough to ventriloquist dummies and medical. What what would you consider pin like a medical dummy a medical? Well,
1: yeah, like a like, yeah, like a animat- animatronic a- anatomical like medical like what you would what they would teach um medical students with, yeah like
0: because
1: yeah, yeah. it's like clear but you can see all the guts and shit yes uh, the pin was a good movie man that one's hard to find but if hmm. no one's seen, if you guys haven't seen pin check out fucking pin.
2: That, that is one that needs a uh, collector's edition Blu-ray release, or, you know, at least put on some sort of streaming device, because I don't think it's available literally no. anywhere. I just remember seeing it when I was much, much younger.
1: That huh? seems like the kind of movie that Scream Factory would just jump all over.
2: Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm sure there has to be some reason why they haven't.
1: It's probably a rights thing. Like, uh, um, I listen to the Vinegar Syndrome podcast sometimes, and, mm-hmm. like... They'll go into like, man, we really always wanted this movie, but the fucking rights to it are impossible. Or, you know, like the person who owns it is dead and a family member now owns the rights and they don't give a shit about doing anything with it, that kind of thing. So, you know, I mean, it could be a million things. Or, uh, you know, I mean, and I doubt that this is the case with PIN because I don't remember it having like a, um, if I remember correctly, it was more of an orchestral soundtrack. But a lot of times it's music rights in these things too because you got to relicense the music
2: right mm, that like, kind of you know, issue with that uh, made for tv movie midnight hour is yep. that that's why it, it can't get re-released because the, the rights to the music are just all over the place
0: hmm. but
2: that's one that i'd love to see released somewhere you can watch it on youtube but and it's yep. totally
1: cheesy we should totally
0: link good. it in our find it and link it in our, our uh on our page
1: yeah youtube Alright, my first one, uh, um, I've never seen this before, and uh, it it popped up on Tubi right after I got done watching Blood Rage, which was Blood Harvest, and I'd ar- always been curious about this movie, because it has a really fucking crazy cover of like this crazy looking clown, um, and I had no idea when I started this fucking thing that that clown was played by Tiny Tim, which made it even fucking creepier. Um, if you guys don't know I, I know Kelly and Germ know who Tiny Tim is But uh, if the listeners If you don't know who Tiny Tim is um, They use some of his music in Insidious um, He's like a really creepy I don't even know how to describe it Like, I wouldn't say creepy But like unsettling guy With like a ukulele And he has a really strange voice So he's a clown in this fucking thing um, This movie was Really all over the place Um <laughs> it definitely thought it was a lot more clever than it was. Like that, like none of the red herrings they tried to set up worked at all. You knew like basically it's a, a woman being stalked by a, a killer who has like pantyhose over his head with a knife. And like he's like collecting her friends, hangs them upside down like a deer, and slices their throat in a barn, right? Um, uh, meanwhile, there's also a clown running around, it's tiny Tim. He's being real fucking weird and no, it doesn't seem to bother anyone
2: Right, that's the weirdest part Is that nobody is upset by how horribly weird uh, I think like <laughs> Mervo Like t- Mervo the Clown yeah.
1: <laughs> Marvelous Merlo or uh, It's something with an M It's something with an um, M
2: Because I recently used the name again in a short story I wrote But, yeah
1: Mervo, Marvelous Mervo yeah.
2: Mervo um, um, that's the weirdest part to me is that nobody is upset about this bizarre clown with it running around just being weird.
1: Well like not only that, like people will come home to their home. And open the door, <laughs> and out this crazy clown pops on They're like, "Oh, Mervo, Mervo, <laughs> you're such a clown!" Like, why the fuck are you in my house? Even if I know you, like, bro, why are you in my house? In clown paint and ukulele playing, some bitch. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Mervo. Oh, so
2: cool. Mervo. oh, there goes
1: Mervo. <laughs> you're the living end. the The tone of this thing is all over the place. Um, the acting's real bad. So if that doesn't bother you, um i mean it's it's bad like the the girl that got to star in this thing i i guarantee you they were like can you act and she's like absolutely not and they're like well will you be naked <laughs> three this movie and she's like word she's like are you cool with any male in this movie sucking on your tits and play with them yeah why not <laughs> that's most of the movie this girl is just naked and the the way they do it seems really fucking awkward like They'll set up like they're going to have a sex scene and then like a phone call will happen and it's like, okay, well, that, we just had that scene just so she'd take her top off and now we're, we're back to exposition. Um, <laughs> the other thing that I got a big laugh out of, um, so this woman has like the most girly bedroom known to man. Everything's pink and frilly and there's like teddy bears and you know, like the kind of stuff you'd see in a teenage girl's bedroom. You know what I'm saying? But above her bed, is a framed poster from the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie Commando. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like what? Okay, <laughs> and I'm so confused. Like, it's and I don't know if you can like picture what that cover looks like, but it's literally like Arnold Schwarzenegger like yeah. camouflage face paint and a bolt yeah. of her vest with a gun. Yeah, and this is just in this girl's pink frilly bedroom, right above her bed, which means to me. She's most likely <laughs> flicking that bean to the Austrian giant right above her. You yes. know
0: what I'm saying? Yes.
2: That's the sound. Of, not that I've never heard a female masturbate in front of me, but I assume it's something
1: like
0: Yes, that's exactly how it sounds.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's like um it's like when a cat plays with one of those door stoppers. <laughs>
2: And I, I love Blood Harvest simply for the uh the imagery of Tiny Tim in Clown Makeup. I don't care about anything else about the movie. I love clowns and I just love Tiny Tim in clown makeup as much It was
1: absurdly upsetting. <laughs> and he wasn't there's something just unsettling about Tiny Tim to me. And then you combo it up with this clown makeup and him doing the songs, the ukulele, and he's in like this, like baby blue suit that's covered in balloons. It's, <laughs> it's a really fucking strange movie. It's a slasher for the most part. Um, it's not very deep. It thinks it is. Um, it, it tries to throw all these red herrings at you, and but they made it completely obvious who the killer is going to be the whole time by a certain character's fucking behavior. And you're like, yeah, that's the guy. That's It's fucking him. That's the guy. Well, him not him 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 that's the guy you know like it's so blatantly obvious but it was super gory uh it was a lot of fun um i i had a good time with it you know uh <coughs> just go in knowing it's gonna be it's super low budget uh the acting's horrible but it's got some good gore um it's borderline softcore pornography um tiny tim and clown is something that's gonna haunt my nightmares Prior to the day I die, uh, I would give this like a solid three. It was, I, I'll probably watch it again. I liked it. Threes across the
2: board for the first round.
1: All across right. Title right. tidal wave of
2: threes. Tidal <laughs> <laughs> waves.
0: <laughs>
2: okay, everybody, we're gonna do this. A wave of threes.
0: Ah, we did it. Oh,
1: you went the wrong direction, Kelly. Oh shit. <laughs> She, she's the wave after it hits the dock and goes back out.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious gravy. Man, I think we're going to go crazy. Anyways, um, uh, the next movie I watched was called Christy. Uh, and I loved it
1: because it's I... so good.
0: Yeah. I like, feel like I, I, I
1: almost watched, watched that or did watch that. No, Tell you me have hard. watched it. You watched it. Uh, we watched it together Like oh. uh, back when we used to live together
0: oh. Okay, go on I was
2: thoroughly impressed You know, because when you say Thanksgiving horror movie The first thing that comes to mind for me Before I saw Blood Rage Was uh, Killing, Which is mm-hmm. fun, it's campy And gory and silly, mm-hmm. it's got the one-liners But I mean, that's sort of That's kind of the vibe you think of When you think of Thanksgiving-themed Horror films and um that wasn't the case with Christy, which I I I enjoyed from minute one. I'm like, oh, they're they're taking this seriously. They're making they're making cinema here, you know what I mean? Or at least they're trying to, and uh they're going for it. You know, um girl stays behind, she can't afford to go be with her family, she's a working class girl. Uh she's stuck at college by herself. And of course there's a cult out. To uh, kill girls with the name Christy, <laughs> uh, because didn't it to be
1: Christy something to do Christy. with uh like? Didn't she have to be a Christian too? Like yes. they were killing well, Christian women. Okay. It was
2: just the name, the name Christy, was supposed to be like Christ-like, and they were supposed to be like pure because they're named Chris, Christy. Um, and of course, through the twists and turns and stuff, uh, we we find out that. This might not be the person they're after anyway, but they keep going after her. Um, But uh, it was just so well done. Cinematography was beautiful. Uh, The pacing was great. I love the story arc. Um, And then just like, uh, it came across as more of like that 90s, um, almost self-aware film. Like, um, I Know What You Did Last Summer or Scream, just because of the setting know a college campus and uh you know slasher angle. Uh but it was it was really great and refreshing to see a Thanksgiving themed horror mm-hmm. film that wasn't campy, that wasn't just made to be silly. It was actually like if I saw that somebody was selling this on Blu-ray, I would buy a physical copy of it and just be like Everybody, we got to watch this every Thanksgiving because it's so actually good. <laughs>
1: Hell yeah. You want to hear a crazy fun fact about that movie that's going to blow your fucking mind?
2: Yes, hmm. please
1: do. That was uh, a made-for-TV Hallmark movie. Oh, no shit. Where did you watch it? Where did you watch it? it at?
2: It was a made-for-TV
1: Hallmark. I'm not sure it was made-for-TV, but it debuted and it was owned by the Hallmark Channel. It's the first time it was ever shown was on the Hallmark Channel. That's wow.
2: crazy.
1: That yeah. was the premiere of it.
2: It is rough. It's kind of rough it's, in spots.
1: And uh, it what's crazy is the U.S. version is actually the cut version. the The overseas version is even crazier.
2: Hmm. I would. That. That's usually the case,
0: right?
2: Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it
1: Depends on where it's at, because you know, like uh, especially like in England, they get real fucking weird about yes. splatter flicks. You know.
0: Yeah. Where did you watch this at? Tubi, uh, I believe. Oh yeah, that makes yeah,
2: sense. I'm pretty sure it was Tubi. You know, because I I I'd heard about it last holiday season and I put it in my list of Thanksgiving horror movies on Letterbox, but I'd never actually watched it. So I was I figured, uh, you know, tis the season, why don't I check this out? And uh, I definitely give it 4 stars because it was it was definitely uh, highly recommendable.
0: I don't remember it that much. I'm gonna have to
1: another one. Have to rewatch. Uh, you liked it. Um, it was. It was. We watched it. Um, it was part of when we got snowed in in that blizzard. Ah, but there was a lot of drinking going on. That that lots of drinking and there lots was, of <laughs> movies. There was a huge <laughs> snowstorm, and we ended up getting um, oh shit like sealed into our house for almost a week. And we had like we a gallon it. of rum. Yeah. <laughs> that's probably why you might not remember it but I've, I've, I've also watched it since
2: i just like the whole cult dark web angle and that, everything about it
1: that that's also a thing i thought was cool about because uh uh at the time this came out like a, there wasn't any of those dark web
2: right you know like yeah. those times.
1: It, it felt like a little ahead of its time you know
2: yeah definitely oh yeah
1: and it's definitely it's like a little behind
2: a little ahead it was 2014 so it's like it had a lot of components that just were different for its time and i yeah thoroughly enjoyed it
1: yeah uh, i i like this one too I, I give this one four nice oh yeah what do you give it rip
2: oh
0: four four
1: four on the floor all right what you got kelly
0: all right, the next one I watched is an A24 movie that I mean, I've tried watching this before when it first came out, but I kind of I think I fell asleep or something and just never gave it another chance. This one is 2019 Saint Maud. Um, I watched it on Prime, it's on Epix Prime, Paramount Plus. This one was pretty good, dude. I like I actually liked this one a lot. It's got a slow start, but it's fucking great build up the ends fucking killer um it's about this uh she's like a super religious nurse and she's definitely like devoted she's kind of a recluse she's suffering from some sort of PTSD which they don't get into right away like what happened to her and she's, like, suffering from some crazy... She's super obsessive about God. And, like, when I say she's devoted, like, she's that type of devotion where she, like, hurts herself and shit if she's not being... Like, uh she may... There's one part where she puts these, like, spikes in her shoes. Like, takes thumbtacks and just makes, like, soles for her shoes and walks around like that. But, anyway, she's appointed to look after um this woman, Amanda, who used to be a dancer... And she thinks that God sent her there to save this woman's soul. And she gets, like, insanely obsessed with it. Um, Without going into too much, she kind of, like... This movie kind of... Like, you're questioning, like, all right, is she actually, like, Fucking crazy, or is there actually something going on here, you know? Because her like delusions and shit seem really real and they make it seem real to the viewer at the same time. I really enjoyed this movie. I'd give this one a four, St. Maud. I mean, it's got a slow start, three and a half, four, but slow start, but the, the payoff at the end's great. Yeah, I remember you
2: know? when it first came to streaming. Uh, friends who had seen it either in the theater or previous to me watching it, they they had a lot of negative things to say about it. Yeah, I watched it. I, I loved it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, like you said, slow start, great build, great. Yeah, start. and uh, you know the payoff is great. It was it's just so smart and so well done. It you know, is. It's art. You you know it's it's cinema. It's art. You know, and you know some people just aren't. Mm-hmm. Ready. But at the same time. It's gonna fuck with your head because, yeah, you know, the, like the and uh, it is
0: one of those that I found myself thinking about later, like after I watched it, I was like, oh goddamn, you know, like it, it's it's a good fucking movie. There's even some like good scary parts. I'm I'm not gonna get into it, but yeah, check that out. Check it out.
1: I, like, I would definitely recommend Saint Maud. I didn't realize that was even a horror movie. I always saw the poster for it. And I thought it was a movie about a nun.
2: Oh no, it's like. <laughs>
1: It's about a nun, but it's definitely a horror
0: movie. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's rough too. Yeah,
2: that is that is literally a, a rough one. What it is a good?
0: rough one. It is a rough one. Like she's fucking devoted as shit, and she's really think she's sent there to you know, like she's believing, like ah, uh, it's good. It's good.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I would give it you know four, four and a half, maybe even yeah,
0: four for but sure.
2: Yeah. If you mm-hmm. haven't seen it yet, definitely watch it.
0: hmm and,
1: and
2: it's though, out of yeah, few- check don't it. Don't expect, like, a, a white-knuckle ride of excitement and... No. No.
0: No, definitely not. It is a slow build, you know, but good payoff.
2: Dip your tea, eat your crackers, and enjoy the cinema.
0: hmm
1: hmm Yeah, I'll definitely check it out. I mean, uh, most A24 horror lands with me. Um, yeah. I, I like most of it, so... I mean, there's been a couple that I was just like, eh. I think Lamb is an at one that just didn't. I early. didn't
0: watch that one yet. I almost did the other day, but it's
2: so incredibly boring. I like I wanted to like it so bad. Yeah. But Lamb is so incredibly boring that I couldn't. It was just like Yeah, I could barely give it a that one, Lamb barely give it like a two, two and a half just because it's so boring. And
1: I mean it was like it was filmed well and acted. I mean, there was nothing wrong with the film aside from it didn't it's fucking boring
0: (laughs) yeah i think that's why i turned it off like i did turn it on one day and i was like i just can't get into this right now and i just like shut it off but
2: yeah that's one of the few a24 movies that i don't think i cared for
1: and you know what i i don't mind like a slow burn horror movie or anything like that like i'll i'll get in and i'll fucking i'll go for the ride you know like Speak No Evil was one I saw earlier in this year. That was a hell of a slow burn, and boy, did that one punch you in the fucking teeth at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I don't mind a good slow burn as long as that that ending has a good payoff. And Lamb is kind of meandered to me, you know.
0: Right, Saint Maud uh, does. Yeah. Saint Maud
1: does have a good payoff.
0: Yeah. So if you haven't seen it, watch it. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. For my next one, um, this one uh, I revisited recently, but it's. It's like a long-time favorite of mine, and I feel like it's, like, sadly overlooked, and that's um, Hills Run Red. Trying to look up the year of this. Uh, 2009. Um, If if you guys... I I know you guys remember, but if the listeners... uh, The now disgraced wrestler G-Raver, The Mask He Wears, was taken from this movie. Oh. And what you have is... And this is going to sound like Something you've seen before, like, uh, but this one kind of did it before, like, movies like Antrim and stuff like that, Cigarette Burns. Antrim Um, was cool. I love it. Yeah, I liked Antrim. Um, But basically, there's like this uh, cinema junkie. He's like one of us, you know, a horror movie junkie. And there's like this lost horror movie he thinks is like this holy grail. And the only thing that exists of it anymore is uh, a trailer. And apparently there was like a viewing of it. Uh, people lost their fucking mind seeing this thing. It was supposed to be so violent and fucked up. So he kind of goes like, he gets his buddies together. And he's like, I'm going to make a documentary. And uh, I know this sounds like it's going to be found footage, but it's actually not. Like, like they're filming a documentary, but it's not shot, shot found footage-wise. It's, it's an actual real movie. Um, But <clears throat> he decides that, like, he's going to track down... The people that made this movie, and he needs to see this movie. He's going to check this thing out. So, as he starts uncovering it and like getting closer and closer, there's a, a masked killer gets involved. Um, it's known as Babyface, uh, that wears the mask that G Raver used to wear. Um, it's creepy as fucking shit. Um, it's got a little bit of some Texas chainsaw going on in it. Um, William Sattler's in it, and he's fucking awesome in this thing it's not like anything you've ever seen this dude do um it's it's really um it's extremely violent um acting's not so great but it's it's not bad enough to where it takes you out of the film uh but it's it's a really fucked up movie and it's it's i genuinely love it and think it's 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 hella overlooked and i have a tendency to watch it like at least once a year just revisiting it just because it's a it's such a solid watch you know like it's it, It's a 2009 movie, but it feels like, almost has like a, and not an appearance, but like the feel of it and like how it's filmed and all that is, it has like a, a early grindhouse kind of vibe to it. Like it feels like dangerous filmmaking, you know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, I love that. So I've never, <laughs> seen this. I've never seen The Hills Run Red and I've always heard good things about it. I don't know why I've never watched it, but now upon you praising it, I think I have to.
1: Well, the the thing about it is, I think it's just kind of hard to find. Like, um, you could, I mean, you could pay for to watch it on Amazon, but I don't think it's ever been streaming for free anywhere. The
0: um, hills red, really?
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, the cover they put out on the DVD and Blu-ray, Blu-ray is real bad. It makes yeah. it look real cheap.
2: It didn't look. It didn't look interesting at all. You know, it looked very yeah. typical, no budget, low budget for the time. And like the baby face um, mask, you said. I I remember I bought that same mask uh, when it was available at um, Spirit Halloween, um, and I <laughs> I made up my own character. I was little baby kill kill. I wore a diaper and that mask <laughs> and a bunch of fake blood. It was a sight to see.
0: <laughs> little baby kill kill. I, like
1: I it. think the mask itself <laughs> is really cool looking. Like yeah. it's, it definitely has its own vibe and. um... What they do with Babyface is really interesting. It's like uh not anything I've ever really seen done with a mass killer before. Like, there's a specific scene. Like, I don't want to ruin it, but there's a specific scene where a turn happens with him and you're just like, holy shit. And like, it, it's kind of a gut punch mm. because like. You almost view him like a leather face or somebody like that, where he's like a a simpleton killing machine. And then at one point you realize that's not really the fucking case. And he's a lot more deranged than you think. But also William Sattler, um, who plays the director of the lost movie, um, he is completely fucking unhinged in this thing. And it's like nothing I've ever really seen. I can't even really think off the top of my head, any horror, any other horror movies I can remember him being. William
0: Sattler? Wasn't he oh, in so, fucking Demon, Demon Knight? Knight. Demon yeah. Knight. Yeah. Wasn't he in Demon Knight. Star Trek?
1: Yeah. What's that?
2: William William Shatner?
1: Sadler. Sadler.
0: Yeah. He was in Demon Knight. He was the he was the guy with the Jesus. Not Shatner. I know.
1: Shatner. Shatner. J-K,
0: J-K.
1: I think this baby face is chasing <laughs> us through the woods.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I'm gonna win- be send the red shirt
1: Is a kite this? Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Gonna> be- <laughs> yeah, that was great. Rocket Man. Yeah, if you, uh if you, the
1: listeners have never seen, um, William Sat or uh, William Shatner's, Shatner, um,
0: Shat- <laughs> Jesus,
2: <laughs> well, Shatner over here,
1: uh, William Shatner's um ver- uh, rendition of Rocket Man. Look that Look up on up. YouTube immediately. You'll be in yeah, because the video is just
0: like, as good as the. I'm. A, he doesn't he hit a cigarette or something. Banks, oh, yeah, he's smoking
1: okay. a cigarette the whole time, and, <laughs> and I'm gonna be. Ah, <laughs> as like,
0: a kite by then. That's yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
1: <it's> fucking fantastic. <laughs> check that out. It's <laughs> so good, but um, I'm gonna give this one now this one's a sweet spot in my heart. Uh, so I'm going to give this thing a four and a half. Like I really fucking love this movie. Um, it definitely is highly overlooked, but I think it might get a little bit of a resurgence now because, um, there's that, um, that, uh, uh, online game where, uh, you can download all these different killers and they just added Babyface. What was it? Uh, dead by dawn or something like that. I don't remember what the fuck it's called. Um, but yeah, so they just added babyface to it, but Hills Run Red, definitely fucking check it out. Awesome, awesome movie.
2: Wait. Yep. Yeah. Really? I have to find a physical copy if it's not streaming anywhere. And I remember when it came out, the the like you said, the poster or the art on the cover did not look did not look interesting.
1: It just looks cheap. <laughs> yeah. 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 It doesn't. it doesn't grab your
0: attention you're just like man it looks it looks like something you'd see in just like one of those uh you know 12 horror movies for two dollars you
1: know like when there was that like slasher boom and it it was just like a bad photoshop cover like the the cover almost looks like um there there was like uh uh this old movie called dark ride that came out around the same time and it had the 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 ginger kid from uh, the Sandlot in it, and it was like a really bad horror movie. But it had like a similar baby face on the cover, and it looked really fucking similar.
0: Okay, and just bad. That sounds work. familiar
1: too. Joyride, no dark ride. Don't. Watch oh, it. I'm like I've it's seen really
0: Joyride. <laughs> I'm like wait.
1: It was yeah. one of those. Um, remember when I forget what company it was, but they they were doing those. Um, nine. They would do it every year, like nine films to keep you awake at night, or whatever. oh
0: yeah, the eight. Or eight movies after Darker, yeah, like yeah, that. and they would always yeah. have
1: like one of those slip covers over the movies. Yeah, it was part of that series, and it. A lot of those sucked. There was some really good ones that there stood out. Most of those sucked.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah.
0: I think that's the first time I have seen like Frontiers
1: was in one. Uh, of no, those. Frontiers was a different one. That was Dimension Extreme. Ah, okay. And those okay. ones were good because they were bringing in. Um, most of it was. Uh, from the um, the French uh, uh, horror boom, uh, like stuff that like High Tension, um, yeah, um, inside High Tension uh, was real good. Yeah, but like there was and martyr. I mean, Martyrs wasn't one of them, but you know, Martyrs was part of that boom. But there was like this boom of like these really well made French extreme splatter flicks. Yeah, and it was part of one of those. The,
2: the gotcha. French extreme movement.
1: Uh, You're I up think
2: the thing that turned me off for uh, The Hills Were In Red is that the name alone, you know, is too similar to The Hills Have Eyes. Yeah, I think that remake came out around the same time. Um, well, the, sure- the
1: the name itself makes sense in the context of how it is because it's the name of the movie he's trying on Earth, which would have been uh, in the in the context of the movie. It came out in seven, or the the movie was made in seventy nine. Okay, so. That would be the name of a type of movie that came out around then, you know. Right,
2: cool. No, I have to track it down.
1: Definitely. 90%. I mean, that's and you know what? Actually, um, you can usually get really cheap copies of it on like Amazon and eBay and stuff. You buy a physical copy you used. Cool. I think my mine was like four dollars shipped.
2: Nice. So,
1: what you got, bud?
2: Oh, we're doing another round of this, huh?
0: One more round. Round three.
2: Round three, fight. (laughs) Um, I just rewatched the, I'm going to call it Thanksgiving exploitation film, um, Pilgrim. It came out as part of the the Hulu. Yes.
0: Yes, I watched this
1: one too.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, it was like the Hulu uh what was it out of the dark series or into the dark, something like
1: Into the Dark, I into think. Dark. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bunch of it's a bunch of Blumhouse uh movies is what they There are.
0: was some right. good one. There those were hit or miss. When they had all the holiday ones. Yeah. That's
2: yep. Yep. Yeah, every month was supposed to be whatever major holiday was that month. And uh this was the Thanksgiving one for I I'm not I think it was for season two of it. But um I liked it I liked it a lot and um, you know the new mother is in the family and she wants to make a good impression for the neighborhood so she finds this pilgrim reenactment group and hires them to come and uh, <laughs> reenact the yeah. Thanksgiving for her family and the neighborhood and things don't go as planned <laughs> Um there is uh, almost a Krampus uh story angle to it, which I think is interesting. Um if you watch, you'll know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but besides that, it's like there's very little gore, there's not very much on-screen violence, there's some cool blood, uh, but you know, uh I just liked it for its originality. You mm-hmm. know, this this pilgrim reenactment troupe turns out to be a cult, and uh, you know everything just goes haywire. And for a Thanksgiving uh, Thanksgiving exploitation film, uh, it, or thanksploitation, we'll call it thanksploitation, what thanks we'll go thanks
1: exploitation with that one. Exploitation, I like that.
0: Exploitation.
2: Right. Um, yeah.
1: Thanks it, for exploiting me.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it really hits that sweet spot, you know. And I like the the intro, the cre- introduction credits, and the outro credits had a Grindhouse feel to them. Which I always liked that faux grindhouse thing. Yeah. If I carried that through the actual movie, I would have liked it more. Uh, but as it is, I'd still give it like a three and a half, four just because of its originality, um, having a really um, unique take on um, a horror movie that takes place on Thanksgiving.
0: Yeah, we need more of them, you know? I agree.
1: There's not a lot of Thanksgiving movies. Wasn't Eli Roth supposed to actually make a feature length out of that one the trailer he made for Grindhouse?
2: Yes. Yes, there was there've been rumors about that forever and then it just it just never really happens. And uh, that if I would he, love to see cuz I I think that's one of my favorite faux trailers in yeah. the experience that Grindhouse. He's got a shark
0: finning documentary out right now. What? A what? Yeah. Uh do, it's his first documentary he's ever made but he's like Hunting down people that are killing sharks for their fins, like finning. That's
1: crazy. Wait, is he following people that are hunting them or Eli Roth himself?
0: Oh, he's on the boats that are following. Like, I don't, I always see the preview. I haven't watched any, but I'm kind of interested. I love me some Eli Roth. So they're like trying <laughs> to
2: uh, like curtail the, the finners.
0: Yeah. The people yeah, kill it. From what I gathered from the uh, preview, I think it's on, I want to say Paramount+. Plus. I okay. could be wrong. That's exciting. You know, I'm not
1: gonna lie. Eli is kind of hit or miss with me. Like I yeah. really loved Cabin Fever. Um, Knock Knock really sucked.
0: It, yeah, you're, uh, yeah. He's been doing some Discovery Plus things too, like like some like haunted stories and stuff. Okay.
1: Yeah. The he did do a series on Shudder yeah. called The History of Horror. That was I really love
0: cool. that.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah I love right, so how good that was. That is. And, very good. Um, there's actually an accompanying podcast that you can listen to with it because the they had to cut the interviews down um, to fit into like an hour long episode, but most of them are like two and a half hours they filmed with these people. And the podcast is the on cut.
2: Oh, okay. Full
1: interviews. So that's definitely worth checking out too.
2: Nice.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So like, um, thanks uh, for
2: exploitation.
0: Oh well, I guess I got a Black Friday exploitation <laughs> <laughs> for my next movie. My next movie is Black Friday twenty twenty two. You can watch it on Stars. It is starring uh, David Sawa and Bruce Campbell. Um, this one okay. is pretty, pretty fucking straight to the point. Like opening scene, you see a like it looks like a comet hitting and some weird shit goes down, you instantly know, oh, fuck, there's, there's some alien shit that happens. Then they cut to the toy store, where it's Black Friday, and all the employees are getting ready, and then uh, all hell breaks loose because whatever was in that fucking spaceship alien has turned all the shoppers into, like, crazy parasite-ridden monsters. So, basically, the people the people shopping in the store are trying to survive, and that's the movie. <laughs> But it's a good time, you know? It's a horror comedy. Um, the monsters in it, I really enjoyed. They reminded me of, like, the demons from Demon Night, like, that style. It wasn't, like, okay. overly, overly CGI, you know? There was, like, people in, like, fucking crazy, creepy costumes. I liked that about it, uh... It's it's a fun one, just all around fun. I mean, I'm not going to say it was amazing. It definitely wasn't bad. It's a good watch. It's funny. It's got its funny parts. It's gory as fuck. And it's it's perfect for Black Friday. But, yeah. I've, yeah. Never seen,
2: I've never seen a Black Friday-themed horror movie. And yeah. I pulled it off really well using that uh, Night of the Creeps sort of story arc.
0: Yeah, you're right. Yeah,
2: Aliens turning people into zombies. Killing machines, cannibalistic killing machines. Um, yeah. 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 I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was great humor. Bruce Campbell always delivers.
0: Always. Devin Sawa realized, made me realize how old I'm getting. No offense to him, but I'm like, good Lord. You know, he was also a childhood crush of mine at one point. So I'm like, oh, that's David Sawa? Because I was looking for him and it took a couple minutes for me to, you know. Although uh, he was just recently in that one with, John Travolta, where John Travolta. Fanatic, oh, um, the, crazy.
1: the fanatic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that movie. Oh, my God. All right. So, in this, uh, all right. First off, that's written and directed by Fred Durst.
0: Oh, From, yeah. I forgot about that.
1: <laughs> second, like, uh, Travolta plays like a special needs guy, but the very first fucking line in this movie was him walking into a store walking up to the guy like, I gotta take a poop. Yeah. First line in the whole fucking movie. Fred <laughs> yeah, is yeah. not a good movie, but uh, it's definitely worth watching once because it is fucking bizarre. And just to know that like, they're like, Fred there is you can make a movie. What you going to do? And it's like, alright, give me John Travolta. I'm going to give him a mullet and down syndrome and a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm
0: saying? That was but entertaining,
1: also- though. Seventh Sabo was in the uh uh The Devil's Candy, which was a really kick Oh movie.
0: yeah, I fucking loved that movie. You're right. But yeah, the, I read mentioned that because other than that, I haven't really seen him since Idle Hands, maybe? You know?
1: No, he's been like uh if you watched the Masters of Horror, he was yeah. in the Don Cascarelli one called Incident On and Off a Mountain Road.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs>
1: Where he's like a crazy survival junkie who, like uh, do things like he's like a doomsday prepper and he's getting his girlfriend like ready for the apocalypse. And then I think he ends up like dying or something, but she ends up getting like attacked by like almost a Jeepers Creepers type phantom. And all the training he gave her ends up like saving her ass or whatever. It was a good one,
0: yeah,
2: yeah. Wasn't a creature like Moonface or something,
1: yeah, something like that, yeah. It's but there, yeah, man, a number of years I need to polish those off, they're uh. They're streaming some Oh, they're on Tubi. All the masses of horror are on Tubi. Nice. But uh, those those were hit or miss, but the ones that hit really hit, you know.
2: But Black Friday thoroughly enjoyed it. I would Yeah. It. Oh.
0: I'd watch it again next year. Like I could see this going into my like regular uh cycle of, you know, holiday movies.
2: Absolutely so that was a good Absolutely. one. For yeah, sure. Um... I was I was happy with my eight ninety nine purchase, finding it on Blu ray at Best Buy. So Oh
0: nice. Hell yeah.
1: Hell yeah. I love when you go into Best Buy and they have that just bin of loose movies and it's they're all like dirt cheap and you just start digging in there and every once in a while you find a gem.
0: Fuck yeah. I like Dollar Tree for that too, actually. Yeah,
1: Dollar Tree is real good for that.
0: Yeah. yeah uh this stars <laughs> has a thing right now where it's I think a dollar ninety nine a month for a year if you sign up. So that's what I'm doing.
1: That's how I watch this. But, oh, cool. Yep. Right on. Yep. <clears throat> and All right, my, my last one's not like super obscure. I I I'm not even sure it's 100% a horror movie. I consider it a horror movie like the same way that Kujo or Jaws is. I watched Beast. The new uh Adrian oh, oh yeah. Alabama. Oh. Um the it's lion one? Cujo with Lions. Okay. Um okay. he's a uh, He's like a recently. uh, He he recently lost his wife, and he's trying to reconnect with his daughters. So he takes them on like kind of like a jungle safari thing to go uh, see lions. And his friend like works with lions, like mild lions, and you know, so he meets up with his his friend, and they're gonna go out and like check out these lions. You know, well it turns out there's these poachers in the area that've been killing off the lions' families, and um so you have like this disgruntled ass giant lion out there. The, the safari guy, the expert ends up getting killed and they're stuck in a car with this giant fucking lion, like, like attacking the car randomly. And you know, like if them trying to survive, they're like out in the middle, like the middle of nowhere in Africa, like way out in the bush, you know, they got no food. They got no way of getting, getting back. And it's how this family survives. Uh, with this giant lion constantly attacking them, and these poachers around and shit like that, um, you know, I mean, for popcorn flick, it wasn't bad at all. You know, like it, it really flew by. There was some crazy gore in this one, like, like they, the you know, disembodiments, and uh, you know, people getting ripped to shreds and all that by the lion. It was fun, man. Um, I, it's not <laughs> like anything I probably will ever watch again. But yeah. you know, it was like a it was a solid th- three movie. You know, like it it was a good little creature feature. So I'm not going to say a lot about it. But yeah, Beast. And also, I just finished the Teddy Hart documentary, and that was almost a fucking horror movie in itself. Holy shit! Uh, what? what? Yeah, I don't
2: they know. Put what you know. Up,
1: they put up a documentary on Teddy Hart on Peacock this week uh, called Dangerous Breed. Uh, you guys know what Teddy Hart is, right?
2: Well, is that the guy that like John Wayne Murdoch kicked out of the show? Yes. Okay, I don't, oh. I actually don't know who he is. I just know that he's very well hated.
1: He's he's a professional wrestler um, who is a third generation member of the Hart family. So, you know, like yeah. Brett Owen, yeah. all those. Um, he was the youngest guy to ever get signed to WWE. Also the youngest guy to ever get fired from WWE. <laughs> he's fucking out of his mind. Um He's got, like, crazy groomed facial hair. He 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 trains uh, and has, like, hundreds of Persian show cats. Um, uh, but this goes into his history with being, like, horrible with women. But around 2016, he went down to Florida with his girlfriend from Canada, and no one's ever seen her again. And that was five fucking years ago. So it, like, goes into that and, like, how he's not being forthright of what happened to her. I I don't fucking know what happened to her and all that shit, too. So, I mean, Hmm. it's... I love this true crime shit. (laughs) It's pretty fucked up. It's it's only three episodes. I watched them all today when I got off work before we did this, just because I was so gripped by it. But also, I've been fascinated by Teddy Hart for a very long time because he's such a, like, a fucking weirdo. Like, the way this guy dresses, the way he acts, everything about him is fucking... Bonkers and like for a while there like YouTube channel uh with his girlfriend at the time, Maria Manic, who was uh, at the time another wrestler who since sens- sense from Teddy Hart completely dipped off the face of the fucking earth. Um, but yeah, like it it all became like so fucking fascinating. And the dude was such a fuck up that there's literally a um uh Twitter page called Is Teddy Hart in jail? And they post every day. Not in jail. Not in jail. In jail. (laughs) You know, like in and out so much.
2: Wow. Yeah. Usually, if if somebody is not well liked in the wrestling or indie wrestling scene, I just assume that they're a horrible person, and I don't really dig any further. I'm just like, yeah, that's good enough for me. John Wayne Murdoch doesn't like you. I don't like you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It was John Wayne Murdoch and Justin Kyle that took care of him. Uh, okay. it was at a Mania weekend show.
2: Like a year ago, I think. Uh, I think wow. it was like
1: two years ago now. It definitely wasn't last year. I think it was the year before. Gotcha. So, yeah. Anybody got anything else? Or are, we, are we talking Blood Rage?
0: I think we're talking Blood Rage now. Mm.
1: All right. We're going to spoil the shit out of this movie. So if you haven't seen it yet, you don't want to spoil. Go watch it and come back. But come back. It's on Tubi. It's on Tubi. Mm-hmm. Everything and it's a uh, it's a great transfer because it's the Arrow uh, re-release transfer that's on Tubi. And now for our feature presentation.
2: Oh, is it really?
1: Yeah, yeah. It, it even has like the Arrow cover, like and everything.
2: Oh, that's cool. Wow.
1: So yeah, we're gonna um, we're gonna strap on our roller skates and disco dance into Spoiler Town here.
2: Or if you want to spend the money and get a physical copy, Arrow releases are fifty percent off right now at Barnes and
0: Noble. Oh that's- shit.
1: I'm, I might honestly, after we're done with this, I enjoy this movie so much. I'll probably end up jumping on there and getting a copy of Yeah, I of actually really
0: did it. like this movie, and I'm surprised that I've never seen it before. Yeah, it's so, you bon- know, it's so
2: bonkers. And yeah, uh, let's, just, let's just dive in. Let's get, okay. yeah. I,
1: all right. So, the very first scene when this hit plays out, I was like, all right, I'm fucking in. Yeah, super in because you got these two twin boys. Mm hmm.
2: Oh, that's not even the first scene, though. That's the true. first scene has a cameo of Ted Raimi, brother of Sam Raimi, hanging out in a bathroom.
0: Oh, a yeah. Girl, selling With the like- condoms.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, like that's where i'm that's where i'm already sold is freaking ted ramey selling condoms in a men's room at a drive yeah.
0: i like how he has the one thing open and it's got all the condoms there and the guy points it out and he's got another pocket with that I, condom I so this is the display on this side yeah
1: you don't sell your customers the display unit <laughs> yeah
0: it's funny, it all takes place inside his vest Like, here's the storage Here's the display
1: <laughs> you know? I'm not gonna lie, I really love <laughs> Ted Raimi in most things yeah. Like, we we had already Talked about it on this show before, but Fucking Skinner, holy shit
2: If he shows up in a movie, that movie Immediately gets better
1: <laughs> He gets a star Alone in ratings yeah. of any movie He's in
2: Right, absolutely, I met him randomly walking down the street Once in Chicago, I was just like Ramy, and he turns to me he's like that's me and I'm like okay and we talked for like a half an
0: hour that's awesome yeah, yeah
1: he's supposedly like a really genuinely sweet like uh, approachable human being
0: yes
2: yes and thankfully that was the case or else he'd probably been like what do you want douchebag but he wasn't mm. he was like let's talk <laughs> about shit he
1: and you probably like- you probably hit him with some movies that no one brings up to him like either
2: and and he was like he was just in town because he was doing like a theatrical production of some like Shakespeare, I think it's like a Shakespearean play or something. And
0: that's awesome. Yeah.
1: Hell yeah. His um his movie uh career is there he has a lot of fucking credits, man. Oh yeah. More than you would think. Like he's got like a hundred credits. Yeah. Well, um so let's yeah. Let's get
2: back to okay you were saying the first scene the twins. So.
1: <laughs> the, first off I really like the angle they ended up going with with this twins thing.
0: Yeah. yeah it yeah. really
1: pays off in the final gut punch of a scene too. Yeah. Or the final the final uh uh scene in the movie. But you got two twin brothers and uh they're at the drive-in and they walk up on a couple having the most awkward sex. Um, yeah, their mom's
0: like, making out in the front seat, though, and they're like, oh, she's at it again, and they take that moment to sneak off. And, you
1: know? <laughs> and they end up hatcheting the dude that's fucking this broad in the face. And she's like holding his head up at one point so he could keep hatcheting. Yeah. But it, it had such crazy fucking gore right off the bat, I was like, alright, this is gonna be killer. This right off the killer, rip, yep. <laughs> and it was a bloodbath the entire time, like, it Hold no punches on the gore at no. all.
2: Yeah, it, it was a nonstop, nonstop uh gore fest. But, but what I liked uh was like the campy dialogue too. Mm-hmm. You know, every <laughs> line was almost every line was laughable. And,
0: yeah. and that's, that's no that, cranberry that's sauce. <laughs>
2: that's not cranberry sauce. Oh my god, they, <laughs> they said
1: that shit like five times. <laughs> he
2: yeah, did, at he least did. five times.
1: Why isn't
2: there <laughs> merch everywhere? Why isn't there Blood Rage merch everywhere with a picture of was it uh, Tyler, Toby, something like that? And
1: it
0: Toby, that. Toby and Terry or yes. to, no, Todd and Terry.
1: Todd I, and Terry, yeah.
0: yeah. She'd be holding the knife.
2: I, I think it was a knife at the time and he's like licking the blood off of it and he's like that's not cranberry sauce, that needs to be a shirt.
1: Yeah,
0: we can make that happen.
1: Right? <laughs> we need to make that happen.
0: Talk later. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you just have real vial up the top, and just uh, him down there licking his finger. That ain't cranberry sauce. <laughs> <Yeah>. That's happening. <laughs> All right. Anyway, the 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 guy who plays the twins in it, he reminds me, uh Jeremy. Have you seen uh, Vicious Fun?
2: Yes. That, oh, he I reminds
1: me that. of the killer from the 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 one blonde killer from Vicious Fun, the main one.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, sort of, kind of. They, yeah, I can see that. They even
1: look alike. Like, same blonde haircut. Uh, the guy in Vicious Fun was a little more charismatic.
2: Yes.
0: Vicious Fun was a fun movie, too, but yeah. The, it, was that him?
1: No, 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 oh. no, because this is an 80s movie. Oh, Vicious yeah, fun this is like out.
0: 88, wasn't
1: it? Yeah, the dude that, that played the twins in uh, Blood Rage has to be, like, in his 50s right now. It'd be way too old. Well, I was Vicious. thinking, never mind. I'm an idiot. Anyway, <laughs> go on. <laughs> well, at least you realize it, Kelly. <laughs> I have my mom. <laughs> But the the, the cool like th- uh, so from from then, the, they end up locking up the wrong brother because they're twins and they think right. that the 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 psychotic twin frames the good twin as the killer. They lock him up as a mental case and um, and the the psychopathic one gets to go free. <laughs> so the the way they set this up is it's it's over Thanksgiving. And the brother that is in the mental asylum breaks out, and they're like, "Well, he's gonna come and start killing everybody." Yeah. But instead, the psychotic brother's like, "I get to kill all these people blaming blame it on my <laughs> brother."
0: Well, yeah, basically, exactly what happens. That's
1: exactly what happens. Yeah, yeah. It's really fucking good too.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and like,
1: it's, I don't.
2: And it's. I don't like know how I never everybody. seen everybody. He kills everybody, you know? Yeah. It doesn't matter who you are.
0: Like, the people looking for him that were from the institution, he cuts that bitch in half. Yes. You know? <laughs> and it, it, that shit was fucking nuts! It was nuts. This is the first 20 minutes of the movie, too. When he cuts yeah. her in half. And the same guy that was locked up is trying to, like,
2: put her back together at one point.
0: Yeah. <laughs> is he re- she's like, the only one who believed him that... Um, it was never him killing in the first place.
2: Brilliant. You know, I I, I, I tend to throw, away the, throw around the word masterpiece when it comes to schlocky movies, but this one is a masterpiece. I mean, if you think about a Thanksgiving exploitation movie, this should be at the top of your list. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There's no way around it because between the campy dialogue, all the one-liners that you can share with your friends, the great gore the uh the the story arc or the angle that is so indicatively 80s the evil twin that yeah you know you rarely see that and then you rarely see it where the evil twin set up the good twin to get locked up for 10 years and yeah then when the good twin gets out the evil twin just says Fuck it, it kills everybody.
0: <laughs> oh, shit, this is my chance. I've been waiting for this. You uh, know? He, knew he, could,
1: <laughs> he knew he could set his brother up and get away with it, and that's exactly what he tries to do.
2: Yeah, oh, yeah. And then the end, I'm not going to say anymore, but yeah, we can spoil it. Just,
1: We're like, in spoiler town,
2: right? Oh, okay. All right, the end. Yeah. The mom gets upset that the insane, oh my god, it's upset. <laughs> <that> <laughs> The insane brother is no longer with her.
1: <laughs> well, she didn't realize that when she shot the one brother,
2: right?
1: Which one she, she actually it shot? Was the shot. Same she one. thought, and then and then we the the sons hugging the mom, and she calls him the wrong name. He's like, "I'm not." Which one yes. was the bad one? I'm not Todd. Harry was the bad one. Todd was the He's one. Like, that I'm one not Terry. I'm Todd. And then like it like fucks her all the way up, and then she kills herself. Yes.
0: Oh, it's fucked up! Yeah, I know, I know.
1: That that was the bleakest (laughs) fucking ending. That poor son-of-a-bitch twin. Dude, right? He didn't even
0: kill anybody to begin with. He's locked up for years. He tries to go home and just try to, you know, but his brother starts fucking psycho-killing everybody again.
2: Right, like, she (laughs) she found a guy that owned, like, the rental compound. They were getting along, you know, everything's going great. You know, there's some... Some girl that's interested in him, everything mm. but fuck it. My 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 brother that I set up is getting out. Why don't I just kill everybody? <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna know, ruin everything for everybody just because <laughs> fuck it.
0: What did he say? What was the guy? That's not cranberry sauce. What was the guy's name? He said that like five fucking times too. Terry.
1: Like,
0: <laughs> no, not Terry, but he said it like about to, oh, that's not cranberry sauce, Archie. And then he like kills him. <laughs> he says but that a couple doesn't times doesn't
1: the mom say it at one point too i think so i know that at least one other character says it <laughs> they they say it for like four or five fucking times now, <laughs> yeah
0: right? i kept i was laughing at it by the end i was like how many times are they gonna use that line <laughs> but yeah it's great perfect line we're making something out of that too <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah I, I don't know how this one flew under my radar um Especially with like my pension for 80s splatter flicks. And this one was like a really fucking well done one. Like it was a good fucking movie. Like it it was well paced. The special effects were great. Mm -hmm. You know, it was like what like 85 minutes?
0: Something like that. Yeah, it was I think an hour and twenty something. Compact film.
1: Yeah. And
2: what it had to do and get out of there.
1: Yep. And it it had uh, that cool hook with the, the the twins, you know, that's something I hadn't seen in a slasher movie that I thought was pretty fucking smart. Yeah. And then it had that real, like, kick you in the teeth ending, you know?
0: Yeah. And good 80s gore throughout the entire thing,
1: you right. know? And there there was some, like, good fucking laughs in it, too, like, um when uh, the girl's trying to get away from him, and uh, she, like, hides in the bathroom, and, like, the two people are dead in the sauna, and he, like, goes in there, and he opens up the sauna, he's like, oh, yeah. How you guys doing? Just like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, he, like he had forgot that he murdered them.
0: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. So many great one-liners.
1: You know? There was, yeah, yeah. yeah
0: was, this was it a fun was a super one. Super
1: good one. I really liked this one.
0: Yeah, so definitely I, a Thanksgiving classic. Thanksgiving exploitation classic. <laughs> this will be watched
1: every year by 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 me. Absolutely.
0: Well, th- what was funny is that
2: last week when we were recording the episode on bloody muscle bodybuilder in hell. <laughs> I had suggested this, and you said that you'd already that you guys had already covered it in a previous episode i i you know I heard that back, and I think I was thinking of something else you had to have been maybe blood feast, I don't know, but yeah, that's what something been. when we when you suggested this this one I was like, oh yeah, okay, but I thought we already that you guys had already talked about it, but i'm glad Well, like- i
1: wanted when when I picked this movie, I wanted um to do. Something, you know, for the holiday kind of themed. I know this is going to come out after Thanksgiving, but it's only going to be, you know, like a few days after. Yeah. (laughs) But just some kind of and but the thing is, there's not a lot of Thanksgiving horror, you know,
2: and not enough good Thanksgiving horror.
1: Yeah, this is definitely a good Thanksgiving horror. In all honesty, I can't stand the Thanksgiving movies like I I look at them like hobo with a shotgun where (laughs) it's just like exploitation, but it's not as fun as it thinks it is. Yeah, yeah was, Hobo was,
0: with a shotgun didn't do it for me. Everyone really
1: talks about how great that movie was. I thought it was awful and I loved it. I wasn't Rutger a fan. Knowledge.
2: I loved it. Did you? Did you? Yeah, I'm a big fan of that one. Hobo with a shotgun. But I, yeah, I enjoyed Killing when I first saw it. Um, and I've never seen the sequels.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen it. I, I watched the first Killing, and I was just like, this is just not me. Because it's like, you can. If your jokes work, you can make that into a great movie with still having a shitty looking puppet. You know what I'm saying? Oh,
2: absolutely. But it,
1: it felt just like edgy Chad humor to me. You know, like it felt like it was just trying too hard to be shocking, as opposed to having like a, a, its own voice and something kind of like fun. Like in mm-hmm. for a movie like that, it has to have a fun element to it, like Basket Case. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like Basket Case is kind of in the same vein. They yeah. made a cheap puppet. And they made a fucking movie about it. But Basket Case had like a voice and identity where this was just like, eh, we got a name, what are we going to do? I, I, we're just going to have this bird and he's going to talk a bunch of shit and shoot people with a shotgun. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And even in the description of it, uh, I like the description of it more than I liked the movie.
2: <laughs> That's legit. Well,
1: What do you guys give uh, Blood Rage? I give it a four.
0: Yeah. four maybe five four and a half even for what it is the time it came out i can't believe i've never watched it like i liked it four and a half four
1: yeah i'm gonna be ordering a copy tonight now that i know there's that sale um well, let me know like...
0: how much it is i might order one too i think, you... it's, still, I think it's still like
2: 20 bucks because you know arrow is kind of expensive
1: yeah they're 40 dollar movies
2: yeah um you know, and I'm not going to pretend like I've known about this film forever, but it was probably three or four years ago, uh, Joe Bob Briggs had um, a Thanksgiving special where he aired this. And that's oh, okay. I first heard about it. And since then, I've watched it every Thanksgiving or around every Thanksgiving and was happy to buy it on Blu-ray last year about this time. Uh, Hell yeah. So when you suggested, I was like all in. I was like, let me go revisit this film. And it, Yeah. Every second of it, from the Ted Raimi cameo to the ultra bleak ending, it is a great film. You know, and if you don't like it, you can't be my friend. <laughs> I'll give it a four for fun, a four for gore, and a four for the bleak ending.
1: Absolutely, the, the ending four. really took me uh, by surprise because uh, I thought the mother knew what she was doing. I don't know
0: she was kind of yeah. Enough. That was a pretty shocking. Like you're like ah, you know, like,
1: Aw, you know? what. What was up with the scene of the mother like half naked sitting on her ass in the kitchen eating Thanksgiving food off the floor? <laughs> off the
0: floor. Oh, yeah, hell yeah. She's, she's just like, like in front of the stuff. fridge.
1: They had already showed. there's a table three feet away. I feel like we gotta
2: when you when you buy the Blu-ray, you gotta watch the extras. Cause maybe I need to go back and watch the extras too to maybe that'll explain some of the things like why she's on the floor eating stuff off the Eating Thanksgiving meal off the floor.
1: I I always get really excited for Blu-ray extras. I always watch them all. Oh fact, yeah, that's that's, uh, that's gonna be part of the motivation if I end up buying this thing. Is what what do they have <coughs> for extras on this thing? Because this is one of those ones I want to know more about. Oh, and wow. Arrow is usually really good at getting like a bunch of bunch of extras on there. In fact, I've been really contemplating actually um, uh, subscribing to the Arrow streaming service. Right. Because their catalog is so strong. But right, then I right. noticed that most of their films are on Tubi. So
2: oh. that's always a kick in the rubber parts is like when you spend the money for the, the hard copy or the physical media, and then all of a sudden it's streaming for free on Shutter or Tubi or Netflix or whatever. And you're like, but I just spent all that money. I
0: still like to own the physical
1: media, though. It is always yeah. nice. Yeah. You yeah. Know. I'm a collector. I like having mm-hmm. the actual box, you know? Same. Um. All right, favorite kill, y'all.
0: I think it was the chopped in half part. The, the whole hand, like the whole first couple kills after uh, they were grown up or after he escapes. Those first couple, like those three in a row, were pretty ba- banging, but I, I got to go with the where he half to the bitch in half, half. Yeah, that one
1: me. was pretty fucking gnarly. How about yeah. you, Jerm?
2: Um, I'm going to go with the opening hatchet to the couple fucking at the drive-in because it's so it's a really awkward kill but it sets the tone for the rest of the film yeah super awkward it is (laughs)
0: i'm
1: I'm actually uh gonna agree with rip on this one uh that that was my favorite too because like i didn't kind of know what i was getting myself into and the second that kill happened i was like okay this is that kind of like they're not they're not fucking around in this thing and that and you know, like the fact that like, so he's on top of the girl and he's fucking her and dude starts hitting him in the face with the ax and he like tries to duck down. So he's not going to get hit in the face anymore. And the girl pushes him up and like holds him up to get more. <laughs> <Yeah. asses. laughs> you're
2: not getting me. You're going to this dude. <laughs> where did the kid get the ax?
0: He pulled it out of somebody else's trunk or there was that one part where he held it up, but he pulled it out of somewhere. I don't remember. Uh. I, I can picture him holding the... it up, but yeah, someone, somebody is the... driving.
1: I also liked how the the girlie was fucking runs away naked through the the, the entire um, uh, drive-in, and no one notices at all. No, <laughs> no, there was just somebody screaming, and now a woman is running naked, screaming at the top of their lungs, like, "Hey, keep it down! I'm trying to watch this over here." You'll be here with your goddamn giant perm, fucking up my movie."
2: So what do you give this? How many sires do you give this? Me? Yeah, you.
1: I, I, I really like this one. I'm going to give it four and a half. Look at that. I really like this one. All right. Favorite part of the movie? Like your favorite thing with this movie?
2: For me, it would have to be like the actual Thanksgiving scene where they're sitting around and everything's going nice. Mm-hmm. And then she gets the phone call that, you know, Dude escaped from the mental institution. And she shares the information with her son. Yeah. And, you know, but don't tell anybody because we don't want to ruin the Thanksgiving vibe. First thing he does. First oh, thing. By the way, my crazy brother escaped and you get to meet the whole family. Pass the mashed potatoes. I was like, <laughs> what a dick. You know, she just said, don't ruin the vibe. And he goes and ruins the vibe.
0: And then Yeah, after- I think my favorite thing is like the humor and the cockiness of... Terry like the actual shitty twin. Yes. But uh, yeah, he is. He's funny. It, it kind of gives it it gives it some funny parts. It, it makes you laugh at a few parts. Like the shit the one-liners, the shit that comes out of his mouth. It's it, it kind of makes the movie, you know. Right, there's a lot of
2: times where you're not sure if the humor is intentional or yeah. because of
0: the, the... It's
1: intentional. <laughs> like uh really? you- With my what my favorite thing is in the movie will kind of prove that, at least in my eyes. Um, my favorite thing was how like sadistically cruel this movie was at times. Like it really kind of shocked me, especially like and this is a scene where I was like, they knew what they were doing. Mm -hmm. When she finds her boyfriend, the mom and like, remember he like chopped his hand off and like yeah. diced him up. and has him sitting up in the chair, yeah. mm-hmm. and like the phone's ringing. And she's like pounding the door, like why aren't you answering the phone? And he's like, this <laughs> <just laughs> all like ripped the fucking treads. <laughs> and then you know that that fucking ending with the 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 mom killing herself because she killed the wrong. What in her eyes was the wrong twin, right. which was right. the right twin. She, she killed the killed right the, twin.
2: She actually killed the crazy one, but she liked the crazy one because she lived with him for so long. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. That's I'm not going to lie. that The non-crazy one, he was kind of a bitch, and kind of annoying.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I did actually like the crazy one more. Like I said, he was fucking funny at times. <laughs> That's
1: yeah, not crazy That was on.
2: the punchline to <laughs> the joke.
0: Yeah.
1: He was dripping with charisma. <laughs> Least favorite thing in the movie. Ooh. You know what? I I got nothing on this yeah, one. Yeah, I
0: don't even know. I can't even think. Um, yeah, yeah.
2: I think it's so short and so compact. It's hard to uh-huh. pick something that's bad because it it almost feels like if there was something bad, they already were like, "No, let's take that out. Let's take it out." It's not funny. It's not gory. It's not horror. It's not comedy. So I think I feel like if there was something bad, it was already taken out.
0: Yeah, they said. I'm not going to say it was a perfect movie, but it was kind of a perfect movie. You I mean, know? It was fun. And For I, what it is, it fun, kind of, you know. Mm-hmm. Fun Fun will go a
2: long way.
1: Yep. Yep. So this guy only made one other movie, and it is on Tubi. So I'm probably going to end up watching that ASAP. Um, made in 77. So it was like 10 years in between making his two films called Scalpel. Oh, shit. Sure. Have, have, have either of you guys seen this?
2: I remember seeing the video box uh when I was a kid. I don't think I've actually seen the movie. Uh but I remember the video box. Um yeah, it definitely rings a bell.
1: Yeah, it looks it looks interesting. Apparently it's about a um a woman who gets in a car accident and her surgeon does plastic surgery to her face to make her look like her his uh the surgeon's dead daughter.
0: Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> uh okay, so uh uh Anybody else got anything to say about Blood Rage before we wrap this whole bitch up? I think I think I said what I meant to say. Go watch I Blood said. Rage.
0: I said what I said. No, that was a perfect Thanksgiving
2: exploitation film.
1: It is. Yeah. This one, this one this is number one. Uh, and number one before was Christie, and now is this. So um, Christie's very good too, but this is just more up my alley because I'm I'm definitely like an '80s splattered junkie, and this like scratch that edge so well. Mhm. Mhm. Uh with yep. that I think uh, I think we're done here right guys? Yep. Happy, good.
0: Happy Thanksgiving. Hope y'all had good food. God <laughs> bless America get... and send news. <laughs> Ow!
2: <laughs> Ow! Woo! 911. Oh, me. me. i